we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I will have so many don't ever bring you guys around me. Let me tell you something. That's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. Hello, everyone. This is Addie Estrada with Hot and Bravoed, and I am here with my guest host, Armin, to talk all things Bravo. Armin, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Eddie. How are you? I'm doing fantastic because once again, we are back with our This Week in Bravo Top 5 Countdown. And if you guys haven't heard this before, welcome. It's so much fun. This is our weekly show where we break down the top five stories of the Bravoverse happening off screen. So this isn't the stuff that you see on your TV screens each week. It's not what's happening on Real Highs of Dallas or OC or any of those fun little shows. This is what's happening IRL in real life. And we also get to share our fun, hot and bravoed moment of the week. And that is what happened on screen. So these are the moments that got us the most hot and bothered on our TV screens. Now, to get the full podcast, our top two stories and the hot and bravoed moment of the week will be exclusively on our Patreon. So if you guys want to check that out and get the full This Week in Bravo Top 5, check out patreon.com slash hot and bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And if you subscribe, not only do you get the rest of this podcast, you get a bunch more podcasts and tons of other like super cool exclusive benefits. So please, please, please check that out. Armin, are you ready to do the countdown for this week? We've got some great, great stories, some really interesting, fun stuff, and I'm just ready to get going. Let's do it. Um, okay, let's start with story number five. It has to do with uh, Jacqueline Larita, who you know from Real Housewives of Josie. <laughs> so, Armin, what are we doing with Jersey in the next uh, in the next mm. couple of months? Oh, right. A seasons one and two housewives herstory on oh, Real Housewives of New Jersey. That's it. That's what we're doing. Well, well, this is actually going to ring close to home then because mm. I don't know if you remember season two of Jersey. I do. And the season two reunion when Danielle Stahl brought out a mannequin with hair <laughs> to prove a point for her legal battle against Jacqueline's daughter Ashley. Now, Jacqueline's daughter Ashley had pulled pulled Mahuif. She pulled Mahuif. <laughs> Um, if you guys ever watched the SNL remake of the Housewives reunion that Andy Cohen did, which was great. Um, but yeah, so Danielle Staub filed legal action against Ashley for essentially like assaulting her with this hoif pull. Um, but what's really interesting about this is this looks awfully familiar to something that's happening this season on Jersey. So, Armin, I'm sure you've watched the trailer, right? Yes, yes. Danielle Staub pulling Margaret's hair. Margaret's hair, yes. yes. Which is very blatant, first of all, that it's Danielle Staub. Right. But Jacqueline has also seen this trailer. And she had to... She, she had to throw it out there. She said on Twitter, It's interesting to me that Danielle Slob, by the way, she wrote <laughs> S-L-O-B, not even Danielle Staub, prosecuted my 18-year-old daughter for pulling her weave when she, as an adult, ripped out Margaret Joseph's hair in a tantrum. God, I hope Margaret brings a mannequin head to the reunion to demonstrate the attack and sues her ass. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Jacqueline is no longer on the show, but this is why I miss Jacqueline, because she is a petty, messy bitch when it really comes down to it. Oh, she's messy. She, she does not have any fear to, like, get her hands in the drama, and, like, she has the appearance of, like, a really nice person, and I'm sure she's a very nice person, and I love her, but 
she throws hands when she needs to throw hands. And, oh, very much so. And I, I agree with her. I want Margaret to take Danielle's ass downtown. You know what I love about this is that Jacqueline is trying to influence the show from afar. Yes. Because I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Margaret now does actually take a mannequin to the reunion, is inspired by Jacqueline's tweet, and maybe she didn't know the history, right? But now she's well aware, and maybe she wouldn't have been, you know, told about that iconic moment and how it kind of is a full circle moment. Uh, but here it is, and and I'm sure that seed now has been planted in Margaret's mind and she's considering it for sure. So if we get that, it would be so, so, so juicy. It would be so good. And honestly, like this is the kind of like stuff we need to get back in Jersey. Cause I feel like Jersey has been good, but we haven't had this like old school, like really kind of like what Jersey is known for, for being like, honestly, one of the messiest franchises out there. Right. And the hair pull already with like the drink pouring and like the hair pull already caught my attention. But the fact that, that, that Margaret now can come with legal action against Danielle in the same vein that she did against someone who's 18. Iconic. Absolutely iconic. If she, if she pulls this off, I think I'll bow down to Margaret Joseph's for like the rest of my life. And, and Danielle was so stubborn and unmoved during that, that time when, Caroline and everyone else was trying to plead with her saying, this is an 18 year old. Remember when Caroline had that meeting mm-hmm. with Danielle saying, trying to basically convince her not to prosecute Ashley and, and, and to basically uh, drop the charges. And Danielle was like kind of sociopathic about it. She was so unmoved by any plea. She was so, you know, tunnel visioned about just exacting revenge and this kid was also, by the way, she was in high school at this point. Like, yeah. she was a child. Like, yes, because you're 18 doesn't always mean you're an adult. A child who was thrust into reality TV fame. Yes. Not herself, but, you know. Her family. Her family suddenly in this position, in the limelight, and being influenced by all this toxicity because everyone was so anti-Danielle after season one. She really had no exact one-on-one beef with Danielle, if I remember correctly. Like, Danielle had kind of insulted her, but the beef, the feud was really Danielle and Teresa. Yes. And Danielle and Jacqueline a little bit, but it was mostly uh, about Teresa and, and Danielle. Like, if I think in that scene, it's actually Teresa chasing after Danielle. <laughs> Right? Mm-hmm. She's like running after her. And then suddenly Ashley just comes out of nowhere and grabs her hair. And then Kim G is screaming. It's it's actually one of the funniest scenes. You have to revisit it. Like every everyone's screaming. Danielle starts like bursting into tears. Like uh, she's inconsolable. And Kim G is just screaming at her, calm down, calm down. It's it's just pure madness. But it wasn't even Ashley's fight. It wasn't. And and for Danielle to to get back at her, it was just so petty and so childish i think danielle deserves to be sued by margaret and i want to see margaret take her down so that fingers crossed that she saw this tweet as well just like us and that she is planning to take danielle down okay i think we're ready for our third story though let's do it bring it okay so this one is gonna be about two of our favorite ladies from 
New York, New York. <laughs> That's how I say New York, New York now. I hope it's not about Bethany because I miss her too much to talk it's about It's not her. good news about Bethany. I'll just say her and Paul are looking so cute on the Instagram. They posted True. some photos Wedding recently. season, right? Yeah, wedding season. They're, no, they're not getting married. They just went to a wedding. Right, right. Um, and they're looking super cute. So we're just so happy for Bethany. But this is actually dating news for two of our other housewives who are single really? and ready to mingle. Um, first, the person who should not be in a relationship at all, Luann De Lesseps. Why? Why should Luann not be in a relationship? I think she needs a little moment to her own. She just got out of a rough relationship with Tom D'Agostino. She's been on a cabaret tour. Like three years ago now. Still. She's still a broken woman. <laughs> um, but she's dating her uh, Gersh agent. <laughs> Again, rich super. So um, he actually dumped her right before she went to rehab last time. Sounds like Um, a great guy. They were dating for a moment. He dumped her. She went to rehab. Um, But now they have been rumored back together again. They've been seen canoodling, according to page six. Why would she want to go back with a guy who dumped her as she was going to rehab? Well, um, let me say. Doesn't sound very thoughtful. I mean, that's also why I'm like, Luann should not be the one to be jumping into relationships because you know how she is. It's not about the person. It's about what we can do together, the things that they have. We, lo- we both love helicopters and parties. Does he love to ski? He loves to ski. He loves Aspen. Um, well, this is also the kind of like Luann situation is I feel like she needs to be someone who is like as crazy and passionate as her. And according to an insider to page six, they said, Luann and Rich are bizarre people. <laughs> They spend every waking hour together, and he passionately rushes to her defense, but it's technically unconfirmed that they're an item. So they're basically doing everything together without saying that they're together, but it's like they're together. They're one of those couples who are like, we don't like labels. We just do what we do. We're, we're just together all the time, go to dinner every night, sleep over every night, but we don't like labels. And they're exclusive, but they don't like labels. They're not boyfriend-girlfriend. God, but, that and they're exclusive. Me. See, this is the thing is like, <laughs> this is the problem with dating and millennials, even though Luann's like 85, but like, <laughs> it's like, make a claim, like confirm that you're dating someone. If you're proud of the relationship, then be proud of the relationship. If you're not, then break up. You know, like if you don't, if you can't be proud to call someone like your significant other, then they don't deserve to be your significant other. This is me as someone who's like, doesn't like actually ever confirm that I'm like dating anyone. Um, I think though, for some people, there's a burden to the label. Really? That's what I've seen. It, I haven't experienced that, but from what I have seen, for, from what I've been told, for some people, somehow, when you go from two people just dating casually or even dating passionately, but without the label, when you suddenly transition and then start to actually call yourself boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever then it just changes the game. Suddenly there's a different added pressure. The dynamic's a little bit different. Things start to get maybe tense. Let's be real. Let's be real. You know me. I get cold feet all the time. I get like right up to it. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe we're just cool like this. Or do you ever like start to go, okay, you know what? This is my boyfriend. And then suddenly you're like, oh my God, we're moving too fast. A hundred percent. There you go. See? 
I, but but I when it's casual, I, when it's cool, when it's fresh. See, that's my thing is like, I think that's my problem is like, I, okay, I get it. I'm like Luann. I'm like, it's casual, it's fun, it's passionate, but whatever. But like, once you start putting the label on it, I get like nervous and I'm like, is this really what I want? Is this because I have then, to give, do I, have, do I have to hand over a key anytime soon? Yeah. You know no, what I mean? No, 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 no. I'm not giving anyone do keys I have, to my house. Do I have to clear out a drawer? You see, Sat- I barely yeah. have enough room in my dress for my already. own clothes. I can't do it. You stay in your place, I'll stay at mine. There you go. Hit me up once a week, Rich Super, Luann. <laughs> um, but if she is with someone, I just hope she's happy. Neither of them have confirmed it. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I hope the best for Luann always, I guess. But um, <laughs> Yeah, remember the last time Luann moved fast? I kind of like this. I don't like that the guy dumped her as she was going to rehab. Kind of seems like a time I to think I think he dumped stick. her before rehab. I don't know the full story, but like also, okay. yeah, he should have been there for her. I mean, he also was her agent. Oh. But like, I see this a lot in Hollywood. I mean, it's pretty common because they like get the industry. They have like almost the same schedules as celebrities because like celebrities like never sleep and neither do agents. And I mean, if you're spending that much time with someone you're obviously going to form an attraction. Like I spend like three days with someone. I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> That's just who I am. I'm a total Scorpio. Much like our second uh, story, which is Ramona Singer. So Ramona Singer was seen with this man, Andrew Catapano, who is a, um, I think he's like a real estate guy. Um, or sorry, he's a contractor. So he builds homes, but a decade ago he was in a high profile divorce, but this guy not only was like in a very big divorce, he also was in prison for 10 months for fraud. So it's very housewives right up their their alley. This is someone I think I could see Ramona dating. Um, (laughs) but it's not true. They're actually not dating. So they were seen Uh, together and they were seen photographed and it's a Harry Dubin situation. It's a Harry Dubin situation. And it's very Harry Dubin-esque. Ramona said um, that they are not dating. She said it's not a date, LOL. <laughs> and he's a family friend close to me, Avery, and Mario. I've known him for 24 years. He's like a brother. And that's what Ramona told Page Six. So I don't know if this is true or not. This could be Ramona being like, I just need to get my rocks off and let people think I'm still single. I feel like this season of Roni, for sure, we're going to see hopefully more of Ramona. She won't escape as much. But right. But when yeah. we see more of her, I'm hoping we're seeing these dates and seeing her love life because we've well, seen she's very active on the dating scene recently. Yeah. This last season, though, when she went on that one date and it was excruciatingly awkward. Oh, yeah. The guy who was like, so where were you conceived? remember that yes that guy was weird though yeah that's what i'm saying like i don't think like i think ramona learned her lesson and i feel like the guys she's dating are way more like her and i don't think she's ready to settle down right now i think ramona is like living her best life being single and just kind of like chopping around the hamptons in her bathing suit doing what ramona does best she's a scorpio she can't really be tied down unless like it's that right person because i mean for harry hamlin it was uh, Lisa Renna was the cancer that tied him down. Ramona had Mario. Um, and Ramona's only been single for like five years. Five and years? She, that's four years too short. She needs to be single for at least 10. That's what I'm saying. And she was with Mario for 20 plus years. They were married for 20. Yeah. So uh, who Let knows how long they were together. Fly. Exactly. She's got to, you know, single, mingle, do all those kind of things. Yeah. She's well, got to have some fun. Also, it's funny that she leaks this story to page six 
only to then deny the story. Only to, this you is, know she's leaking this story to page six. This is the Who thing else too, would? is like I'm on page six to find out like housewife stuff, but like honestly people is people magazine's the best way to like find all the housewife stuff because Dave Quinn is like one of the best reporters out there. He's housewives dedicated. He knows all of them. I love following, following him on Twitter because he's great. I know you like follow Dave Quinn as well. He's like basically the housewives person for people. But page six is really good if you want some Roni goss, even if it's not true, right. because they Luann loves to talk to page six. Loves Ramona it. loves to talk to page six. Sunia doesn't talk to page six, but she does. Um, it's like their it's like their own little like high school like magazine or like newspaper that they can like feed their own stories to to um get the attention that they that they want. Well, we love the gossip too, and we have two more stories for you guys for our This Week in Bravo Top 5 plus our Hot and Bravo Moment of the Week. But you guys can only get that if you guys check out our Patreon. So head right now to patreon.com slash hot and bravo. That's H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D to get the scoop on our top two stories. One has to do with an engagement and one has to do with a pregnancy. So we want to find out what those are, which are pretty big stories. Head on over there now. Armin, thank you so much for co-hosting once again. Of course, anytime. I felt like I talked the whole episode, so I'm sorry. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes I get on my trains, as Kelly Dodd would say. Or not Kelly Dodd, but Tamara. Right, yeah. You but you train like Kelly Dodd. I train like Kelly <laughs> Dodd. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. We'll see you over at the Patreon.